Hello, another podcast, and this one is an absolute cracker. Jack Malcolmson, the man who wrote the Richmond theme song. Well, this is the only recorded interview done with him, and we conducted this in 2000. And at the time, it was interesting because um, Jack was asking the club for recognition of writing the theme song. He would, he wanted the club to put lyrics by Jack Malcolmson. Uh, anytime they would print the lyrics, whether it be on a website or, or in a publication. And the club, I think, got a little bit nervous, and some people at the club sort of tried to get Jack to sign a form, like a waiver, to say that uh, you, know, you wouldn't maybe sue the club for royalties or back royalties or your family won't sort of thing. And, and I sort of came into the, the scene around about that time wanting to interview Jack, and he was a little bit reticent to be interviewed because he wasn't too sure what I was going to do with the interview and I had to sort of convince him and I in fact I remember I went to his house and his his wife Aileen and they were just such a lovely couple they had been married I think 52 years when I interviewed them um, and they passed away not long from each other and uh, Jack was still a little bit nervous wanting to do the interview so his I remember one of his his sons w- were there and <laughs> I almost I had to sort of convince his son that I wanted to do an interview with Jack so we could get his memories on record. Sort of I had to go through the son to get to Jack. But it was all I mean Jack was was in the end very happy to to talk and you'll see in this interview he actually ends up singing part of the song and doing sort of like the instrumental um and I just have such fond memories of Jack and and after I did the interview with him I I raised to the club as part of the historical society that Jack should um, receive a life membership for his contribution. And that came to fruition before he died. And Jack personally invited me to to the event and thanked me on stage. And that was, I think that was the culmination of, of everything. That was just such a lovely moment and so thoroughly deserved. Uh, as, as a side note, at the, at the Richmond... Uh, Tiger Treasures Night, where they sort of revealed the, you know, the greatest moments and and that sort of thing. Um, the theme song was nominated in the category of I think it was best moments, and Jack Malcolmson was invited, and it lost to the Save Our Skins campaign. And I went up to Jack after that announcement, and I said, Jack, sorry that the theme song didn't win the award. And he turned to me and he said, I'm, I'm really sad. I thought it would win. And he was quite emotional. And I guess as you, as you get in this interview, he, he wanted recognition. And he still, even after his passing, he still deserves recognition. I reckon if you go to the Richmond Football Club website and look under the history section, they will have the Richmond theme song written out. But I bet you they don't have lyrics by Jack Malcolmson. And you know what? They should. Here's my interview with Jack Malcolmson. So, firstly, thank you for having a chat with me. Did you did you live in the Richmond area when you were young at all? Or? I lived in Abbotsford. Abbotsford, okay. Um, Collingwood area, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Oh, dear. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. So, uh, there was many different uh, people... Barracking for different teams, mm. right in the heart of Collingwood, it didn't matter. 
So you weren't you weren't tied to Collingwood or Barracking wise because you lived in the Abbotsford area. Oh, maybe I was swayed with the other kids for a while there, black and white and all this jazz. But uh, as I got older, I started going to the football, and I started going to more Richmond. More Richmond games. Yeah, because you were close to the Punt Road area, was it? Or oh yes, yeah. yes, I could get there quite easily to uh, the Richmond grounds. Who, who, who was your heroes back then? Geddes. Alan Geddes. Yes, I loved Alan Geddes. Did, did, you wear, did you wear his number on your back? As a kid, people always used to wear numbers on their back. Yeah. I used to wear my dad's. No. No, I never had a Guernsey. Oh. We didn't have much money. <laughs> so we didn't have Guernsey. Going to the footy was, a, was enough. Jack Dyer, no, no doubt. Oh, yeah, he was uh, the first one that brought in that drop punt. I think Peter McKenna might have pinched it off. <laughs> and uh, Roy Wright, no doubt. Roy Wright, oh, was Roy Wright. Yeah, yeah. Um, you see, you must remember, there's been that many Richmond uh, football teams and players changing. As I grew up, my life changed too, from being a bad boy running around to with my entertaining. That as I got older, I started to. I was under a, an agent, and they were booking acts for the different clubs. And when they booked me for Richmond, I did the Pleasant Sunday morning. Ten shillings to get in the door, uh, hundreds of meat pies, that by the time crowded in, shoulder to shoulder, packed in all the beer you could drink, as they came with the meat pies and held them on a tray high above their head, by the time they had got halfway to the other side, all the pies were gone, because hands would reach up all over the place. But the beer was turned on. You can imagine nowadays what they charge for this. Well, ten times to get in the door, all the beer you could drink and all the pies you could eat. That's and, and it was fantastic. And when you went on to do your show, the ovation that they showed, the quietness that they showed whilst you were performing, and then the the applause and the, the whistles and that, if they liked it. <laughs> but I always went very, very well. So any time my agent said, now where are we going to book you for next Sunday? I'd say, Richmond. And they'd say, but you were there last Sunday. And I said, well, ring the manager or ring somebody. And then they'd ring me and say, okay, he said, yes, by all means, they'll have you again. Every second Sunday, <laughs> every second Sunday I was at Richmond. And then as the years rolled on, I was still going to Richmond. Now and again going to an old club to do a pleasant Sunday morning. But mainly Richmond. All old players' nights, they'd book me for those. So I'd get up and perform for those. And I got to love, really love Richmond. Not as a football team, but as people. Mm. 
they were warm, if you know what I'm talking about. Pleasant, very, very kind. And yes, but warm. You, you felt welcomed all the time. And uh, I couldn't see myself ever wanting to go and perform anywhere else but at Richmond. So that as years went on, I suppose you want to know how I came to then write the Richmond song. Well, I'll ask you that in a second. But we, because you used to play the Richmond so often, sing mm. and dance there, you sort of like an icon of the Richmond then, were you back then? Oh, well, I knew everybody, the committee. I'd go and have a few booze with the committee after I, my show. I'd never have a drink before I performed, never. But after I finished, I'd go, get in a corner with the, the committee men, and Alf Barnett was one of them. And I'd have a few booze and we'd chit-chat about different things, about the players and about yesterday's game or the next week's game, etc. When there was a lot of sense in it, when there was only 12 teams and there was a final four, and the cop played third and all this, the top played second. The, um, what was the nickname you just had back then? What, what did they call you? Your was it the Fred Astaire of... Oh, no, no, they didn't call no. it Fred Astaire. No, I used to do lots of cabaret shows, etc. And I used to wear top hat, white tie and tails. And I was a tap dancer. Yeah. You could do many things, couldn't you? Well, my whole act was voice impressions. <laughs> Impersonations? Yes. Oh, who was the famous song? You could do Louis. Uh, Johnny Ray. Uh, the Ink Spots at that time, George Formby, and give impressions of a trombone <laughs> and, and a bass, etc. And that was one part of my show. There were one of the impressions. And then another part used to be singing a ballad, a straight song. Uh, well, such as uh, The Green Green Grass of Home as it is now. Well, what used to sing then? Straight numbers on the street where you live and uh, stuff like that. And they'd be as quiet whilst I was singing those as they were noisy and laughing perhaps when I was doing the other. Then I'd tell gags. <laughs> and I'd probably switch to being a comedian with never filthy gags. Never. And they, they didn't need filthy gags. Just pure gags, really. Well, simple. suggestive, bluish now and again, but subtle. Yeah. And even with all their drink and everything, all my subtle gags went over, which will tell you what type of people they were. They weren't just a drunken mob, in other words. But I struck at a few smoke nights. When you go to some of these smoke nights, my God, they'd be absolutely out on their feet, drunk, by the time you went on to do <laughs> something. Uh, it was disgusting, you know, falling over and spilling beer everywhere. But here is hundreds of people at Richmond, shoulder to shoulder, drinking all the morning, and yet 
you couldn't have got a better audience, appreciative audience. So now you know why I love to go and do Richmond. Did, um, did any of the players go and watch? Oh, yes, they were. They were always there. Oh, yeah. So it was like, oh, but was it after a game? You would, you would like, would you? No, well, oh. see, they played Saturday. Yep. And this was Sunday morning. Okay. So it was a recovery almost. They would come and watch it. Yes, but you saw all the players, they mixed with all the supporters. They walked around and drank with them and ate with them yeah. and talked to them. You could walk up to anybody, uh, no matter who, who the Richmond player was. Like Joe Blow could walk up and say, my name's Jim. Uh, I thought you were terrific and so forth. Played time yesterday and he'd chat with you. There was none of this. Well, how can I put it? They weren't all secretly put aside. They could mix with the people that paid their money, the, the crowd, you know, their supporters. So, so how did it? How did it first come about that you actually wrote lyrics? Like, what was the first inkling that you? Well, I, I never thought much about. I, I heard them have. Sing different things. That's right, they were singing ditties back then, wouldn't they? The clubs yeah. after games and stuff. So I never, in my wildest dreams, thought about writing them a song. I wouldn't be so forward as to say, I'll write you a song. These songs I don't think are very good. But that wasn't my business. They enjoyed singing. But everyone didn't join in because the song had changed from, say, two or three weeks ago. They'd brought in another song. To all different types of tunes, so most of the supporters and the players didn't even know them. There's only a few here and there. So it was this pleasant Sunday morning that after I'd been on, etc., etc., and having a drink with Alf Barnett and uh, the committee, and Alf Barnett, it was, it said, God, it was embarrassing. I said, what was embarrassing? He said, they went away on this trip. He said there was, uh, Melbourne was there in Collingwood or something. I forget the two times. He said, they got up and sung their theme songs. He said, in front of all these people in Richmond got asked to get up. He said, and by the time they all hummed and hard and hummed and hard, they sing, started singing barefoot days. He said, no, I was absolutely disgusted. I said, I can't believe that. I said, Richmond didn't have a theme song. He said, well, have you heard them singing one day? I said, well, I've heard different ones. Because so, I was pretty busy at the time myself. As you can imagine, I, I didn't whole and solely live for some pleasant Sunday mornings with Richmond. I was an entertainer and I, I did floor shows everywhere. But I said, um, well, would you like me? I've written a few songs. I said, would you like me to write one theme song? And he said, God, could you do that? And I said, yeah, well, I can try. And he said, well, that would be terrific. He said, but, you know, a bouncy one. I said, well, naturally. I said, I've heard some of these. 
sitting in the motel room, I went over a few again, and I cut them all down from at least 20 I went through until I came and left row, 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 along with four others. So I thought, well, I'll be out of one of those. So coming back in the plane, I started to sing again. Quietly, of course, to myself. <laughs> and when I got to, I started cutting this one out and that one, and suddenly I was left with. And I thought, yes, yes, this is it, this is it. Then when I got to the end, da 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 da. When I got to la da 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 la da 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 when I got to that end bit, we're from Tiger Land. God, that's terrible. That's flat. It's just like the other side. And then I saw it and saw it. Well, we're from Tiger. Yellow and back. We're from. I thought, that's it. That's it. It's funny how something like that clicks. Shows. So I show again. Oh, I was loving it. Breath and Tiger. And I can imagine everyone yelling out, Yellow and Black. Breath and Tiger. I went over and over and over. Well, after I got it all written out, when I got home, I said to my daughter, and she's the one that wrote into Richmond, let them know that I wrote the song, Dawn, with my office. I said, uh, Dawn, I've written a song. Could you, she was very artistic in drawing, whatever. I said, if I get a big fool's cap, will you write all these words down for me, like? I said, yes, there. Okay. So she fell it out on the floor, got my bit of paper, and then she wrote it. Went from tiger to land. I said, when you come to the end, Went from tiger, I said, put a stroke, and write yellow and black. Went from tiger, went from tiger land. She said, okay. So she did all that. Well, it was the Saturday the next day. I rolled it up, went down to Richmond Club, went into the 
the, the rooms. And I said to our father, I said, look, I've written a song. Do you think I could sing it to the boys? This was before that, wasn't it? Yeah. At Unlock. Yeah. Who um, was it? He said, yeah, Desi Rowe. I'll go and have a talk to him. So Wilfie went and he came back. He said, yeah, Desi Rowe. I said, yeah, I can't. And sing it to the players if you want to. Oh, I said, yeah, that'll be great. So I went into where the backs were all sitting there in big lounge chairs. Not like in the high day. <laughs> and the forwards over there and the rough, they're all sitting around. And he's about to give them their three match tour. And he said, well, we've got here Jack. He's going to, he's written a song. He wants to know whether you'd like to adopt it. I wrapped it and he took one side and I took the other so the boys could see it. And I sung it. And I said, We've got a tiger plan. Da 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 da. And you could see them sitting there going like this, you know, bouncing a little bit like that. And when I got to the end, We've got a tiger, yellow and black. We've got tiger land. They all stood up like this. Yeah! Just like that. They, all these people just stood up out of their chairs and, and the sofas they were sitting in. They yelled out, Yeah! Well, I rolled it up and I said, it to, I said, thanks very much, fellas. I said, good luck. And I said to Desdra, well, I'll leave it with you. He said, no, give it to the committee. He said, that's great. He said, it sounds great. I said, well, it's it up to you what you do with it now. I never said, now draw up a contract and if it's any good, I want this or I want royalties and all that. Just to do something for Richmond. More or less in repayment for how wonderful they were to me all those years, you know. And uh, I gave it to Alfano and I said, the boys liked it. I said, so... Do what you can with it. Well, I never heard much about it. Except the next week, I sung it when I did my show. I said, I'm going to sing Tiger Song. And I just sung it. No one joined in because they didn't know it. So, so I got this and... Then I started to see little... What are they? The giveaways, things that... Oh, that's like the yellow, yes, five. Right. But they were passing the mayor to the crowd and all over the place. Well, the next thing, I'm starting to hear it at the grounds. And then when they were in those finals, the brass bands came out. You know what I mean? It was absolutely fantastic. It sent a ripple down the spine to hear those brass bands walking around playing the Tigers. And of course, it brought them luck because they won four premierships. So I heard it play four times. So that that was the whole story. And then I more or less finished doing present Sunday morning because I was tied up doing. You know, 
concerts and reviews and that, musical thing. And I never thought any more about it. News went by, news went by. I never sort of rang up and said, hey, that's my song you're playing, because I haven't been like that, pushing, you know what I mean? So that's how I'd ended up. When I got your father had gave me that uh, coaching trophy, you haven't asked me many questions, have you? I'm just, man, this is just wonderful. <laughs> you haven't asked me any questions, I'm just... No, this is yeah. great. You've, you've answered all the questions I would have asked. Well, well when your father gave me that um, coach's award, uh, when he gave me that, my daughter said, oh, that's marvellous, Dad. My daughter Dawn, the one who wrote it out for me in the very, very beginning, 35 years ago, came up and said years. She, um, she said, Dad, why don't you let Richmond know that you wrote this? I said, well, what does it matter, love? It's being sung, the bands are playing it, and they seem to accept it. I said, so that's all I'm doing. And I just left it like that. But my daughter wasn't to be denied. She wrote a letter to Barry Rollins to say, I don't know whether you know it, but my father about your song, etc., etc. Oh, it was turned out to Bill Meeklin, who was the historian, and Bill was pretty keen on gathering a lot of information. I think they were going to do the book or something like that. And uh, Bill got in touch with me, and he said, Jack, I wonder, could I have a chat to you sometime? So I went out, and had a talk to him, showed him, similar to what I showed you today, different thing. And uh, he said, well, you know we've got to verify this. We've got to get hold of some committee men from that era. Um, we've got to get people that remembered you doing the entertainment and writing the song, which they did. Well, it didn't matter to me because I knew they could only find that it was all true, you see. Well, I couldn't blame them, because any Tom, Dick or Harry could have said, I wrote the Richmond theme song. So, if no one knew him and said, what are you talking about? It had nothing to do with it, and so forth, they shoot him down in flames. But it didn't matter to me, because I knew they couldn't shoot me down in flames. Everything was in black and white, more or less. Or black and yellow. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> black and yellow. <laughs> Oh, slip of the tongue. What was the, uh, in what year did you actually write the song? Oh, well, about 62. When Desi Rowe was coach, anyway. Yeah. You remember clearly the moment, at the time when you sang it to them in the changing rooms? Oh, right. yeah, no matter how old I'm yeah. getting, and no matter how my memory's going, I shall never forget that day of seeing those boys listen to me sing it, and then as one, and I mean, as one, all stood up and gave a roar, like a tiger's roar. As if, yes, that's what we want. And that, you, you did that, that was at Punt Road, where you, uh, you, you first sang it to them in the yeah. game, was it? Mm. Yeah. Did they win the game, you know? <laughs> yeah. To be damn honest with you, I think they lost. Where'd you come up with, like, 
the phrases like Tigerland. Did you come up with Tigerland? No, yeah, I came up with What made you think of Tigerland? <coughs> Pardon me. You, what, you just imagine this far away place where all the greats used to play. No, I always thought, well, when I first started, where from? We're from Richmond. We're from Richmond, land of. And that sounded terrible. It had to be. I said, well, that's Tigers. Tigerland. Well, that's where they are, in Tigerland, down the pump road, etc., etc. So it came easy. We're from Tigerland. And what are they? A fighting fury. We're from Tigerland. In any weather, you will. And everything flowed. I scratched out a line here and there, put another line in, I scratched out a word here and there, you know. But it all started to fall into place. And I never, even now, I could change a couple, a little bit of it. I could, really, but it's too late now. I mean, I wouldn't dare suggest it. I'd just let it lie there. And you and saying, uh, like the Tigers evolved, we're strong to evolve. Were you thinking of the great Richmond sides back then? Were you? Oh, yes. Like the Tigers evolved, I was thinking of Geddes and Wright and Dyer. And it was voted number one by the, the readers of the newspaper. It wasn't yeah. that a thrill? Yeah. Oh, that was a big thrill. When I saw that, I, that was as if all my dreams had come true that I'd done the right thing by Richmond, by giving them a song like that. You know, give them Yes, I loved it. Just one more question: When it's all in, when it's all said and done, to the fans of the Richmond Football Club and to like people like me who follow the club, how, how would you like to be remembered? Well, I can't can't answer that and tell lies. I'd like to be noticed. I'd, I'd like someone to come up and say, Jack, Jack Malcolmson, rather than them say you're the guy that wrote the theme song. That's why I'm mentioning now to Richmond whether they do me the courtesy of putting lyrics by Jack Malcolmson so that if people did, were introduced, that they said that Jack Malcolmson wrote our theme song, this is so 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 and if I had people come up and say, God, Jack Malcolmson wrote the theme song, aren't you? Like, the cheer squad even at the one turn at night. As soon as they knew that the one who wrote the theme song was there, they grabbed me as I went past and said, you wrote our theme song. I said, yeah, that's right. It's like you want to publish it, isn't it? Yeah, and they were great. They said, oh, it's absolutely marvellous, that song, and so forth. And I felt good. And I, I didn't want to wave my hands in the air and so forth. But I felt good that here was something I, that I did, I accomplished, that not only made the club happy, but probably made thousands happy. The ones that sing it, the ones that voted it, number one. They must think it's so good. You know what I mean? So, yes, that gave me a hell of a thrill to know something I did in my life that had an effect on thousands of people. It's a rare thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's right. sitting up in the stand and all these voices. There's no other theme song 
the reverberates across an oval like that song does when the crowd sings it. And when it comes to that part, Tiger, and thousands of people yell, yellow and black. Well, see, wouldn't you thrill, feel a, a big thrill at having just done something like that? And that's why I'm just asking, when I'm on the way to that big football ground in the sky, which that's got to happen, we all know that, that when that happens, that my kids, my grandchildren, I've got ten grandchildren, a great-grandchild, I've got four children, and of course four, my two daughter-in-laws and two sons-in-law, but that I've left something behind if uh, my good wife, and she's absolutely wonderful, most wonderful woman ever. Uh, if Aileen, my wife, if she is still going and I go, I want her to be thrilled too with it being left for her to hear it and have the thrill of it. And so that I know dozens of, of Richmond supporters that have got the discs and say, listen, we, we don't know about you writing this same song. I say, look, believe what you like. I, I don't mind. I don't care. Believe it or not. Yeah, but have a look. we got the discs of five or singers. Where's your name? Okay, they haven't got it on it. And that's what I've got to come up with. But I say, okay, if you don't believe it, don't believe it, I don't care. Then I had my grandchildren saying, got into a fight at school, said my grandfather wrote the Richmond song, and they called me a liar and so forth. And, you know. Uh, and I, I said, prove it. And I said, I can't. Well, how do you know he didn't all this business? See, this is how cruel kids can be, you know, at school. Is. So, I suppose, when it's all said and done, I've been very, very lucky in having four wonderful children, all turned out terrific kids, two daughters and two sons, ten beautiful grandchildren, great-grandchild, and a, the most wonderful wife, we've been married 52 years now, and uh, I've had that, but as a big, big bonus, I've had the Richmond theme song. So I'm a very, very fortunate man. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful and I've been a very fortunate man. Yeah. Right. One more thing before I go. Yeah. What's uh, the the best moment that you've seen in the Richmond's history? Well, at the time, I considered it one of the greatest moments in football to me to see Jack Dyer kicking his drop punts, and everyone kicked torpedoes all over the place, but here he was on angles, in pockets, against, I forget, Tutskray, I think it was against, but he kicked eight goals 
it was glorious to watch. And he wasn't as ruthless as people say. He just played the game hard. <laughs> if you, well, if you were in his way and he wanted to go through, he went through. <laughs> and I don't know why they knocked him for flattening people by putting his <laughs> putting his standing on low riches as he went through <laughs> and what have you. But I think he was just hard at it. That's what they say now. He's hard at the ball, he's hard at the ball. That's what Jack Dyer was. Well, at that time, that was one of the thrills I got. And the, the, the other thrill in football was when Richmond won the four premierships, first reserves, 19 and under 17. And they played that thing song four times. <laughs> the brass band. I suppose I've got to put it that way. Well, Jack, I'll leave it at that. I thank you for your time. That's all right. Absolute pleasure. Thank right. You. Nice. Thank you very much. That's right, Jack. It's lovely. And that was the interview with Jack Malcolmson. Isn't he an absolute treasure? He's a tiger treasure, Jack Malcolmson. And all Richmond supporters should know his name. Side note, his surname is spelled M-A-L-C-O-M-S-O-N. There is no second L. And he did sing the theme song on camera, and there is vision of it. At the end of the Tiger Treasures Night, which was, what, in 2008, he came out on stage to end the night by singing the theme song. And I asked him how he went. And he thought it wasn't a great performance because they rushed him onto the stage and backstage they went him go they had him going up a couple of flights of stairs to get to the, the stage and by the time he got out on stage he was huffing and puffing. But um, I seem to recall it was a fantastic performance. Uh, thanks too for everyone who's been putting comments and also rating the podcast on iTunes. It's going gangbusters. Um, and just keep on doing that if you can and Keep telling people about the podcast and all different social media services and um, I'll keep posting uh, more episodes. So thanks very much for your time. I'm Rep Bartlett. Good thanks.